You're listening to Brutal Rewind, brought to you by your friends at Murder Metal Mayhem. We take a topic we've already covered, hog tie it, put a ball gag in its mouth, and throw it head first into a wood chipper. What comes out is our new twist on the subject. And now, here's your Brutal Rewind. Well, there you go. Brutal Rewind, Rewind. number eight (laughs) here at Horns High Studios for the the Horns High Podcast Network. Going good, everybody. Uh, This is definitely a different format than the usual episode. So if you've never heard one of these before, this is definitely the short and condensed version. Oh, definitely (laughs) short compared to what we fucking normally do. Goddamn. Uh, of course, I got Joey and Chris here with me, and of course, we are still trying to wrap our heads around the tough news that we got on Friday about our beloved CK passed away at his home in Danbury, Connecticut that morning on Friday. Uh, so this is uh, you know, a brutal rewind that's different, and we weren't going to have CK on this we one, We normally actually. don't on the so, rewinds anyway, but still. Yeah, it's so weird me. how it happened, and so... As difficult as this is to do with CK being gone, and and we're sitting here in the studio and looking over at CCK, CCK cardboard yeah. CK, looking um, out. I'm like, man, CK would have been like, get the fuck up and dust yourselves off, yeah, and just get back to doing what you do. Right? So, Hell yeah, he would have. So that's what CK would have done. So we're doing it, and we're in here, um, and we are going to do. A much more in-depth discussion about CK right. in Next episode one fifty six instead of the rewind. Yeah, yeah. So we wanted to do it justice, not in a brutal rewind. That's a much shorter version of the show. So next week, uh, episode one fifty six, the entire metal segment will be about CK. Uh, but you know, for now, I just wanted to mention it because obviously CK is gone and it's a big thing. But um, you know. We need a little bit of time to process, and it just worked out the way the schedule did that we're doing this. So this right. was already you know, in the cards. Uh, brutal Rewind number eight. Chris, it's uh, short and condensed. Very short. No metal, no mayhem. Just talking a little story of the podcast we did before, just coming back to just revisit it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, revisit it. Maybe some new thing happened or uh, breakthrough in the case, you know. Uh, man, the Gacy case just keeps coming back that they identified another victim. Yeah, so yeah. that would be the perfect example of doing a Brewer Rewind on Gacy, you know, um, that kind of thing. And I think we already did one on Gacy. So you actually do another one with more victims as they find. I think right. there's five still left out there. Right. But these are 30 minutes long, typically. And uh, so much shorter, as Chris said, just touching on a topic we've done before. Um, now, this one that we're doing is about the crazy case of the Watsika Wonder. Uh, many people outside of our area may not know much about it, and even people from here. I, until we did the original episode, I had never heard of it. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't remember where I heard it from, but um, I had to go up to Watsika quite a bit for my job. So I've been up there many, many times and know a lot of people from up there. So, And uh, a lot of people that wouldn't know probably 
even if you're not from Illinois, where Watsika is, it is uh, northern Illinois by Chicago suburb. Right. Yeah, it's like uh, two hours northeast of where we are right now. Right. So uh, probably an hour or so from Chicago. Yeah. But out in the middle of nowhere. It's a yep. small town. <laughs> but they be gangbanging, though. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Uh, even those of us here in Illinois uh, may not be too familiar with this one. So, But it's part of our creepy October episodes. We've been doing some crazy shit, Chris. We did Aleister Crowley. We did yeah. <laughs> the witchcraft episode. I uh, did Dark History Convention yeah, but preview. This one, the and, um, and now this one. So, And speaking of dark history, that was this past weekend. Definitely going to talk more about that. In episode 156. So. Oh, yeah. Now, Chris, we did this case before. I had to really dig back, dude. Episode 34. Yeah, that was fucking very early, dude. <laughs> very much, yeah. Please Pass the Possession is the name of it. Um, from December of 2018. So only five months in, uh, we did this one. And we thought since Joey had recently done that page a day be a good one to do again especially for october chris wouldn't you wouldn't you agree yeah definitely now joey before reading the page a day you said you weren't familiar with the case uh not too much except um you know i had even forgot that you guys did an episode on it but i obviously listened to it when you did it yeah uh but you know once i saw the page a day it was like that's whenever i really paid attention to what i was reading i guess right I was probably smoking a bunch of weed when I heard that episode. Because like, what what'd you say it was like number thirty four? Yeah. yeah, I mean that's a long time ago. Oh yeah, but uh, so yeah, I wasn't like as now I fucking know the case because I fucking looked into it uh, twice now for the page a day right. and for this episode right. of the brutal rewind. But yeah, yeah, definitely a, a more obscure one for really anybody other and than maybe people from Watsika. To be honest, of like all the ghost story shit that I hear, because I I like ghost stories and stuff, but I'm like I'm a big skeptic and I don't believe too much what I hear. But as far as a lot of the ones I've heard, this one ranks up there with some of the more unexplainable. Oh yeah, yeah. that I've ever read. Like, like there's even more than the fucked up Amityville yeah. or you know the Exorcist. Oh yeah, even. there's a lot of parts of this that make you really wonder. Yeah. You know? So, all right, well, the Brutal Rewind's are short, so let's get to it. Uh, Going to give a little bit of a summary, because we got listeners, I'm sure, that didn't hear episode 34, uh, since that's been so long ago. And Chris, you and I were just doing this upstairs in my bedroom, At dealing time, with barking yeah. dogs and yep. all the other shit we were dealing with <laughs> Every fucking time, fucking goddamn <laughs> son of Sam outside, freaking out. Yeah, and I looked, and CK did his feature on Venom for that episode, oh, wow. which is badass. So that would be a good one to check out, episode 34. And now we got the fucking Venom sick Rick mask in the studio. That's right. Yeah. And the Venom family spelled differently, but yeah, that was, I remember, yeah. Chris, when we did that, because I told CK how fucked up is that, because he didn't know that. Yeah, he just did Venom. So it was, was like, just a coincidence right, cool, of many coincidences yeah. we've run into here. Um, the case can get a little bit confusing. So it starts with a teenager. name was Mary Roff, uh, R-O-F-F. Uh, she's living in the town of Watsika, Illinois. Uh, she's having issues with some seizures at the time. They really didn't know how to treat that sort of thing back then. 
She was also cutting herself, which is interesting, Chris, because I never... Fucking emos back then, dude. Right. I never heard of people doing that until when the emos were doing right? their cutting. Thing. The emos. The emos. Yeah, the emos. <laughs> I remember that joke. I was going to get a, a emo a emo grass so it would cut itself. itself. <laughs> yeah. so, I wish my grass was emo so it would cut itself. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> Her family also claimed that she went into trances. And she was seen by several doctors, but you know this is in the 1800s, so they're you know confusing. You know, yeah, their didn't medical know what knowledge is not very good. No, um, but you know they wound up putting her in an asylum, and I heard incorrectly somebody said that she was put at the Peoria Hospital there in Bartonville. Right, but that couldn't be possible because it wasn't open yet. So when I did my research, I saw she was in the Jacksonville, Illinois asylum. But that would have been a common thing back then. They put people in asylums for all kinds of crazy shit. Oh, yeah. You know, so. But she died there in 1865. So Your dick don't work no more? You're fucking insane. Right? (laughs) Yeah, there's that list. You've probably seen it before of all the shit you could be put in the the asylum asylum for. for, Like like, crazy shit. What? Back talking to your husband, like shit like that. Like, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> fucked up. Females don't uh, typically uh, like hearing that sort of thing. No, no not, not at all. Nowadays, that's for sure. Uh, Twelve years later, though, 1877, a 13-year-old girl, also from Watsika, named Lurency Venom. Very strange first Lawrence. name, Lurency. That is a weird night. And they called her Rancy, apparently, which isn't much better. Uh, Venom spelled V-E-N-N-U-M. So not the same as the band Venom, but it was still cool that CK picked that. Right. Uh, also suffering from the same types of fits and seizures as Mary Roth did. Uh, her family said that she spoke with the dead and she spoke to angels. She and said, this like, is... come back, say she was in heaven and shit like that. Oh, yeah, like, right. All fucking crazy. Yeah. And this is, of course, met with lots of skepticism understandably so uh when the roth family heard about Lawrence's spells and seizures they reached out to the venom family and begged them not to put her in an asylum like they did with their dog right so that's kind of interesting yeah, like we've seen this before we know what's gonna fucking happen I mean, as fast right. as Lawrence was deceased or you know whatever happened right. like yeah you have to feel as a parent you know part of you you thought you were doing the right thing. Right. Put her in this place, and all of a sudden, she's fucking she gone. She dies, yeah. That so, would the, be so then you see somebody else going through the exact same thing. Right. And they didn't have any connection. No. These two families had no. zero connection. No. So, the yeah, fact they came to them when, like, no, we know what you're talking about right now. This has happened to yeah. us. Yeah. Like, and, and, like, they, like you said, they pled for them not to put the, their child in. The right. So they also recommended a doctor, a spiritualist, and this is another one of those first initial things yeah. that I love, <laughs> Dr. E. Winchester Stevens. So That's what's up. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he just sounds like this great big dude that smokes cigars or pipes, you know. Dr. E. Winchester Stevens. He sounds like somebody that does his farming in a fucking three-piece suit. <laughs> For <real>. Totally. <laughs> Uh, with a whole bunch of pirates all laying around. Uh, he met with Lurency, and she told him, the doctor, that she was surrounded by many spirits. So he asked her to reach out to one that seemed good 
And it was the spirit of Mary Roth that possessed the body of Laurency Venom, or so like, the story goes. Yeah, she like knew fucking people's names and shit that there's no yeah. way she would be able to know. And she like basically lived as Mary for like a couple of years or some shit. Didn't no, she? it was a I few was months. Three months. Still, yeah. it was yeah, a while. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Still, but it was a while. like she lived exactly this right. other girl's life. Yeah, went life. to like even went to the wrong house when she yeah. was supposed to be going to the. Lawrence's house. She went to Mary's house from when she was uh, alive and shit. Like, right? And, and she knew a, relatives, like yeah, of, that of there's no uh, way Mary. That there's no way she would have known these people. Yeah, and apparently didn't even know who her own family was. Right. Like, so it was really fucked up. And we haven't really described all this yet, but we're getting to it. Like, yeah, the fact that she's about to be taken out of her one home and right. go to another. Like, yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. Uh, Joey Lurency was also able to do things like tell what was in a letter before it was opened. Um, you know, those types of things. They were doing demonstrations to show that she had some sort of ability like that. And right. some of the things she did were kind of uncanny. You know, Yeah, it was very spooky shit, really. And I mean... Any skeptic can look at this and be like, "Oh man, how much of this could have been staged?" And because right, some of the yeah. ho- some of the greatest hoaxes, like we're talking about, you know, the Amityville, Amityville, yeah. I mean, they put real thought and effort into making those hoaxes appear to be real, so people did right. believe in them. And even back then, when people were more, you know, fucking open to susceptibility, I guess, right? You know, easier to make people believe stuff. But still, like some of that stuff, and if it's you know factually correct on what they're they're claiming yeah like her reading the letters and just a a lot of that stuff just is like unexplainable right no it really is yeah so as we said Laurency is allowed to live at the roth home for a period of time he said a few months she said that she liked all the people you know that she was living with but she didn't really know them so she wanted to go home yeah, that's what right. she's saying. Yeah, like, that's what she's saying. She's like, yeah. you were all nice people, and she was polite about it. She was right. like, but I would rather go home. Right. And like and Chris said, like, they take her, and they drive back to their house. They're like, okay, and they agree, and they drive home. They pass the house that she lived in before, and she was like, but, but isn't yeah. that her home? But they had already but moved. moved oh, after wow. Mary had died. Yeah, they so, moved, so oh, like... Wow. You know, they're like, like oh, did, well, that how was our you, house, but how would you know that? Yeah, how that's would true. she fucking yeah. know that's the house she lived in before? Forgot about that. Also, I thought it was crazy she was able to play piano like Mary did, but Laurency did know how to play piano. Uh, very, very interesting. And I something I read, but I couldn't find it again, so maybe I'm just ate up. But uh, that she actually played a song that Mary wrote oh, on the piano. Yeah. Uh, and she was able to play the tune, yeah. And she would have not known that, right? Like that's fucked up. Yeah, playing the piano, the and, melody or whatever was the same. Yeah, like uh, and like you said, it it wasn't just a, a song that fucking Mary had learned. It was a song she had created herself. Right, right exactly. Uh, like she wrote the song, yeah. and I can't remember the fucking. I can't remember the name now. But whenever, uh, whenever the parents first came over, Mary Roth's parents first came over to the Venom House. They told a couple of their other, you know, uh, relatives about it. Um, her aunt, I think, sister, or something like that. Um, Mary's, and then when they came walking up the road, the Venom girl, as Mary, was like, "Oh, there's I can't remember the name she used. Right. But she used a name that only Mary had called this lady. Right, her aunt, I believe, was who it yes, was. Yes, I think it was. And she name. was she ran right up to her and gave her a big hug and called her by this name. And that lady was just like, "Wow, oh my god, you know, that's fucked up, yeah." 
So a lot of really weird things. Now, she tells the Roth family on May 7th of 1877 that Mary would leave her body on May 22nd at 11 p.m. So yep. very specific. Lawrence came back on that day. And exactly at that time on that day, Laurency went back to herself. She told the Roth she would rather go home. She wanted to go back. Which yeah. is weird because that's what she said yeah. before. And uh, so, yeah, so she went back home and apparently wasn't having the issues with the spells and the feigning. And she winds up getting married. She winds up uh, moving away and has 11 fucking children. How did you get married after that? Like, no, you're crazy, dude. <laughs> right? She had a lot of kids, which, okay, yeah. that's a lot of kids, but... All, everything Back then, else that was common true but everything else about her life yeah after that incident she, she lived a completely totally normal and yeah. happy life yeah, yeah. so That's really fucked. really fascinating with that whole situation uh dr e winchester stevens <laughs> kept a journal of his conversations with Lawrence, and it was published into a book named the watsika wonder i'm neglectful i did not bring my copy out here because i do have one. right uh it's very thin it's like uh a little right, more than a pamphlet. Big. Did you but, have it when you guys did the original? I episode? believe so. Yeah, because yeah, I did. got it when we did. I bought the book when we did the uh, the night shop because Troy Taylor oh, wrote yeah. the book, right? Or put the book together. Who did the uh, fucking Starved Rock book? Right? No, that was uh, no, that was oh, Steve yeah. Stout. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, Troy, Troy Taylor, Taylor's done a ton of shit. He too, does though. a lot of the haunted. Oh, he did stuff, the haunted, haunted Illinois, Illinois and, yeah, all those books. Yep. Yeah. So he was there when we did that uh, that appearance. He spoke and did a presentation, I think, on the Watsika Wonder, if I'm not mistaken, that night. Yeah, I'm pretty. I think that, that's I think where that's I heard where about we it. We heard about it because yeah, that night, like, that's wow, what they were that's talking about. Crazy. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah, and I bought the book, and it was cool. And that's probably, to be honest, even before your podcast, I had his book on the Haunted Illinois. So the Watsika Wonder was in there. So I had read it even before that. But like I said, I never fucking sticks in your mind some things until you really start looking into right it. right yeah it's interesting how that happens something takes your mind off it and then yeah. you just forget so there is the book that's available called the watsika wonder chris i mean what do you think about this whole story i mean definitely really interesting i mean i really don't believe in that shit but there's so much shit that went down with her i know it's, it's like hard, hard to, to just say no. say no it didn't happen it was all hoax, but there was just so much of it and to go on for those months or whatever and never breaking character, I guess. Right. Like always marry. Like it's hard to say no, but at the same time, it's hard to say yes. Oh, yeah. well, like I said, it's fucked. It's fucking crazy story, man. It is. And I agree with you a hundred percent. I'm the same way. It's like, man, I want to say this is crazy and not true, but some of the stuff is hard to refute. Now, Joey, what do you think about it, dude? I, like I said, I mean, I, I've always do. I've gone to so many haunted places and supposed most haunted this and that, and I I love all of that shit. I'm fascinated by it. I love the backstories and everything, but I've never personally witnessed anything, and I feel like I've tried right. to put myself in the path. Which I heard that some people are like if you're looking too hard, you're never going to see something. Right? You know, that's the same. I think some people are just more susceptible to that stuff because right. I am not either. I've yeah. been in a lot of those places. We've been to Shakers many times, spent the night up in the Dead Hooker Suite. Yeah. Fucking went to Bartonville multiple times. I mean, I've been to all these places and I've been with people that have yeah. had experiences. I have not. 
So yeah, and this you know, one though, like at all, I said earlier, out of all the ones I've heard, this one to me is one of the most mysterious and one that I can't like. I couldn't figure out how to exactly call them a hoax, I guess, in my mind. There's things that I can't explain about it. Definitely not an Amityville horror type situation. No, and, you know, most of those that you read about, like uh, the Annabelle or, you know, anything like that, like, it usually revolves around one family or one group of people. So those people can come up with this concept. And And go with it. This is two families that didn't know each other. Right. So that's, like, kind of, like, whoa. Yeah, and I mean, there were people that said it was a hoax. They referred to it as hysterical impersonation. Yeah. You know, um, I'm naturally skeptic of it, but definitely. When the Lutzes moved into the Amityville house, they already knew that that house was connected to the story and the murders and stuff. So anybody that had the financial position to be able to put themselves in that and work out the scheme like they did, you can do that. You can fucking pull that off. Sure. This is completely different than that situation. I agree 100%. Um, You know, it definitely makes for a good spooky story. Oh, yeah. You want to check out more on this. I have a friend that lives over in Hoopston, and he saw my post about this. I don't know if you saw. Uh, his name is Brad. And uh, Brad commented and it said, Pete, next time you're out this way, I'll show you where Mary Roth is I buried. I did see that. Yeah, so, yeah I yeah. saw that. Yeah. yeah. He's the guy that used to take my classes, and he's retired. Used to work for the school district there. Yeah, that would be cool. So, well. Yeah, that would be cool. So I don't know if it's like some sort of unmarked grave, or if he just, just knows where it's at. And wants would, to show. Yeah, wants just, to show me. I'm not yeah. sure. Uh, super cool. You fucking guy. do a fucking stone rub with a fucking. Oh yeah, and shit. That's true. Yeah, that would be cool. Or we'll do a fucking murder mail mayhem field trip. There you go. There you go. <laughs> So uh, if you're interested in spending the night at the Roth house, the current owners are renting it out as an Airbnb. My daughter Katie had told me about this. She is into the Airbnb thing and saw it, asked me about, I think that sounds familiar. You've talked about this before. Right. And she's like, yeah, they want a lot of money. I don't know. I can't remember what she told me, but it's a lot more than like typically what they go for. Yeah. yeah so obviously a, they're going with the, yeah. the spiritual haunted angle. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube of different ghost hunts there. So if that's your thing, go check it out. It's not a very big house, but um, it looks very historically preserved. It's pretty yeah. cool looking. A uh, really big yard. It's all fenced well, he off. He posted the picture on. The, I did uh, from yeah. the outside. Yeah, at night. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty badass. It looks. It looks. That picture looks badass. It's yeah. Fun. When I drove by it, this has been probably ten years ago ish. No, that could be because how would I have known? I must have known about this before the Troy Taylor thing because I remember going to the house and the cops were following me. And I had heard that it used to be open for tours, but the current owners didn't want any part of that. Right. So maybe that was when they see somebody circling around it, they're like, okay, this person's here Here for this specific reason. Reason, you know, so they kind of, they try to chew you away. But apparently now they're renting it out. So I don't know if it's the same owners that just want the money for it or if it's new owners. But again, if it's your thing, um, Watsika, Illinois, the Roth House, R-O-F-F. Uh, anything, guys, to add to this one? No. No. Pretty all right. Yeah, good creepy story. So oh, yeah. uh, don't forget to check out MurderMetalMayhem.com to listen to all the past episodes. 
Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And we always talk about our Patreon, our 666 Club. 666. Chris, it's a good place to be. Good place to be. Uh, Get all sorts of cool perks and discounts on merch. merch. So patreon.com slash murder metal mayhem. We're going to have a fucking uh, Patreon-only episode coming up soon. That's right. We got a big one coming up, actually. Hell yeah, we do. So thanks for checking out this Brutal Rewind. We'll see you next week, and have a good one. Fuck yeah. Mother, mother, man.